0: Shit. not bullshit, bullshit. 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 Fucking bullshit.
1: bullshit. 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 It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Bullshit. Where would we be without our safe, familiar American bullshit? Land of the free, home of the brave, the American dream. All men are equal, justice is blind, the press is free. Your vote counts, business is honest, the good guys win, the police are on your side, God is watching you, your standard of living will never
0: decline, and everything is going to be just fine.
1: Welcome back to The Bullshit Filter, episode 102.
0: Mr. Harris, sir. Yes. Very excited to be here. i got a lot of shit we want to get off our chest and maybe make the world a better place in the process.
1: Yeah, look, we're taking a break from the Afghanistan series that we have been doing. We'll come back to that because it's uh, it's good shit. We're enjoying that. But yeah. I just had a bunch of shit I had to get off my chest this week. I said to Ray, let's just do a bullshit fill of the news um, v- venting,
0: because you
1: know, Venti. yeah, we're going to vent yeah. about what's going on in the world today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with Julian Assange, if I may. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as I'm sure you remember, uh, my um, brother from another mother, Julian Assange is in <laughs> Belmarsh, like the uh, the same jail, by the way, that in the most recent James Bond movie, No Time to Write a Script. Uh, that fucking (laughs) Blofeld, uh, Christoph Waltz's character, I think he's Blofeld in these films, is Mm -hmm. um, he's in Belmarsh. They have the world's greatest supervillain in the same prison that Julian Assange is in. So, in the news in the last week or so, um, a court in the UK, um, granted the U.S.'s uh, appeal that they should be Mm -hmm. able to extradite Julian Assange um, to the United States to stand trial. Uh, So I believe now it's up to the British government in some form to make a decision as to whether or not they will allow this to happen. They get the final say. But our Deputy Prime Minister in Australia, Barnaby Joyce, who is... um, Uh, let's just put it out here, a piece of shit, a completely horrible human being, uh, and an embarrassment, quite frankly. Up until this point, uh, I've never agreed with a single word that I've ever heard come out of his mouth. However, he did write uh, an opinion article in the media this week that says, I have never met Julian Assange, and I presume I would not like him, but he's entitled to justice. What? Where'd that come from? Yeah. this is Now, this is important. Uh, yeah. He goes on to say later on, uh, as an individual, whether you like him or despise him, it is beyond him, given his circumstances, to protect his rights by himself. So we must hope for the British courts to do so, and we will judge its society accordingly. Mm. He says later on, Assange did not steal any U.S. secret files. U.S. citizen Chelsea Manning did. Assange did publish them. In Australia, he received a Walkley Award in journalism for it. That's our highest award for journalists. Assange wow, okay. was not in breach of any Australian laws at the time of his actions. Assange was not in the U.S. when the event being deliberated in a court now in London occurred. The question is then, why is he to be extradited to the U.S.? If he insulted the Quran, would he be extradited to Saudi Arabia? What country was he a citizen of at that time? What does it mean to be a citizen? And what rights, therefore, attach to it? If we are content that this process of extraditing one Australian to the US for breaking its laws, even when he was not in that country, is fair, mm-hmm. are we prepared, therefore, to accept it as a precedent for applying to any other laws of any other nation to any of our citizens?
0: Oh, Pandora's box. Yeah, now, this that's brilliant. Is-
1: This is what many of us have been saying for 10 years. And the important thing here is despite the fact that Barnaby Joyce is uh, an atrocious piece of shit, uh, he is the first government minister because he's the deputy prime minister. He's the first government minister to speak out in defence of Julian Assange publicly. Right. We've had other uh, ministers... But not part of the government, you know. In, in Australia, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have ministers from all parties that get elected to their seat, but they may not necessarily be part of the government of the day. Right. We have had ministers from the Greens Party, etc., um, speak out in defence of Julian Assange. But this is the first time a government minister of, of either of the major parties, Liberal or Labor, or he's a co- he's not a Liberal, he's a National Party, but part of the governing coalition has mm-hmm. um, spoken out in defense of Julian Assange and basically told the US and the UK to fuck right off. So it's a it's a big deal. Right. And hopefully, I mean, I'm assuming he wouldn't say this publicly if it wasn't the position of the government um, and, uh, you know, we're not going to get full diplomatic support behind this. So it may be... Maybe a turning point in this whole affair that they'll put pressure on the Biden administration and Boris Johnson to make sure that Julian is sent home to Australia, uh, released from the various forms of imprisonment that he's been subject to for uh, close on a decade now.
0: Can I I be cynical for a moment and say – this guy that you just quoted, you don't like him. You've never really agreed with anything he's ever said. And now suddenly he's saying something that's right up your alley. If I can just be cynical for a second, maybe it's almost like, let me put this out there. It's not going to change anything. I don't think the Americans and the British are going to listen to me, but maybe, maybe it's a good, I don't know, cover or just makes people feel good, but we're still going to make, or, or Assange is still going to be sent to the United States. I don't know. It's like, if someone is is politically different than you, as far as as long as you know them, and suddenly they agree with you, I don't know. It just seems too good to be true, and it's almost like is he just blowing sunshine up someone's ass uh, to make people feel better? I I don't know. Does that make sense? Because I th- I still think Assange is going to the U.S. I think it's between the U.K. and the U.S. and Australia can just sit there for all they care.
1: Well, that's true. I mean, we have no leverage with either of them, really, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, we tend to back them uh, in yeah. their various uh, geopolitical conflicts, uh, but that wouldn't really matter if we didn't. It's just usually a bit of moral support. Yeah. Yeah, he may be doing it the for cynical are. reasons, but uh, like, I don't think it's going to make anybody on the left like me vote for him because right. he's extremely yeah. conservative in every other aspect, climate policy, yeah. Uh, gay marriage, um, legalization of marijuana, all this kind of stuff. He he represents the National Party, which is sort of the country fucking buckus redneck party here. Uh, right. Not as bad as the like extreme right parties like uh, One Nation, but not far from it. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. the, these are the and he represents farmers. That's the crazy. Thing. These dumb fuckers. He's the National Party has been denying climate change is real for right. 30 years now the farmers are facing you know either droughts or floods every year yeah. and even the it farmers yeah. like farmer oscar who uh you know is is starting to get more and more political involved will be like fuck you guys this is our, you're supposed to be protecting us and you're actually making shit worse for us right but um anyway so it's a big whether he does it cynically whether he's doing it cynically or not. It's a huge step forward in getting justice for Assange. Yes. because as Barnaby said, he's a publisher. Lots of media companies published the 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 the, the stuff that Chelsea Manning leaked. Yeah. Um. You know the the suggestion I think that the US is trying to put forward is that Julian assisted Chelsea Manning in right. hacking it and even if that is true and even if he did doesn't matter he wasn't in the us he's not a us citizen he's not subject to the laws of the united states right uh, and he's, he's already done
0: a, time so he's
1: not a spy he's not a foreign agent uh, you right. know he's a publisher
0: and yeah, well, I, as yes, as yes.
1: many major media mainstream media publishers have said We would do exactly the same thing and do do exactly the same thing. If somebody comes to us and says, I think I can get access to this highly sensitive information that's going to be a huge news story, we will do whatever we can
0: within the law
1: to help them uh, get access to that because that's uh, our
0: job, right? Exactly. Well, you and I both know that this comes down to Assange printing out, along with others, printing out embarrassing stuff for the United States. This is the equivalent of people right now in the United States on the right, certain Fox News um, personalities who are upset about Mark Meadows um, texts being released. It's like, oh, my God, you can't just put private messages out there. I mean, again, they're angry because they got caught or because they look bad or both or whatever. And I guess – for America, Assange is probably going to end up being an example to anyone else who tries to do something like this. I think yeah, that's why they can't put private messages out there, really. Yeah. So they yeah. were the,
1: the, the Republicans were all against releasing Hillary's emails. Yes. Yes. Well,
0: <laughs> they went off about. Her oh my god, I'm trying to make sense of it now, but they were yeah, literally giving her shit about their emails, about trying to get her emails out, and now they want all of Trump's and everybody else's emails to stay in. I mean, it makes no sense. Everybody's just yeah. self-serving. They're all
1: yeah, they're all hypocrites.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Okay, well, that's the Assange thing. Here's the next thing I want to get on about. Uh listen, um yeah. and we we probably have some um anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theorists, covidiates listening to this. Sure. sure. Um Here's the thing that amuses the fuck out of me. Uh, right. You you have the right not to get vaccinated. Yes. But we have the right to tell you to go fuck yourself as a result.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> you can kill me. You could literally kill me with your inaction. So you can, I'm going to say. Can,
1: yeah. It amuses me when these stupid fucking people are marching in the streets, and this is I'm talking about in Australia. We've had protests in the streets for, I don't know, months now, protesting... uh, Some of this well, they're protesting whatever's going on at the time. If there's lockdowns, (laughs) they're protesting that. When we come out of lockdowns, they're protesting changes to legislation that will make it easier for governments to uh, introduce future uh, uh, pandemic mandates. Or they're protesting uh, vaccines. Now, in this country you're not forced by the government to mm-hmm. get a vaccine. In fact, I don't think that's happening real when last time we talked about it, it's not happening anywhere in the world. What mm. is happening here and around the world is governments and businesses are saying, "Well, if you're not vaccinated, you can't work here, you can't, can't in. get into a yeah. can't get into a club, a yeah. bar, a restaurant, place of employment." And these people are up in arms about that. But the point yeah. is they're saying, well, I have a right now to get vaccinated. Yes, you do. But we have a right to tell you to then go fuck off somewhere. And you, can't, yeah. you can't get all upset about your rights and then right. think the rest of us don't have rights as well. Uh, now, I, I, I started thinking about this in more detail this week because an old guy I went to high school with, Ingo Rademacher. I was sitting – I had to take one of my sons to the ER – the other morning and I'm sitting in the mm-hmm. waiting room for five hours and uh, you know televisions are on as they do and I see Ingo Rademacher on TV go to high school with and I was like oh what have you done now I dated <laughs> his sister too um, for uh, a year um, Ingo has been on the cast of General Hospital in the US for the last 20 years it. yeah nice. yeah um, but he recently got fired uh, oh shit Because he refused to get vaccinated, and now he is suing the network, uh, whichever it is—ABC, NBC—I don't um, know—for wrongful termination. And you know, my point is: look, you have the right not to get vaccinated. He goes like, "I was my body was endowed by my creator," or some bullshit. Like sure, yeah. you have the right not to get vaccinated. They have the right to tell you to go fuck off. Now I don't know how the courts will see it. But just generally speaking, I think when I see these people, whenever people are protesting about their right not to get vaccinated, then they're complaining about, oh, but now we're not allowed to do stuff. Yes. It's cause the rest of you know, and here's the analogy I keep using. Um yeah, they say it's my body, my rights. They're like, right. So if you tried to walk into a restaurant completely naked and covered in feces, should we just allow that as because well? It's your body. Yeah, yeah, it's your Can body. Can we draw the line uh, anywhere? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh Like th- these people who say, "Well, I, you know, I'm anti-authoritarian. I don't do things just because the authorities tell me to." Go okay, so. You speed all the time in your car then, do you? You just don't stop at red lights. You just drive through them. Uh, No, you don't. So you do follow the the social norms for being told what you can and can't do to protect the safety of others. It's not about that. It's about this one singular issue. And just fuck off with your argument. It doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, look, you have the right not to get vaccinated, but don't get upset if the rest of us tell you that you can't participate in normal society because you're a
0: psychopath. Yeah. The the arguments I've been seeing is don't tell me what to do with my body and if you keep arguing with me, well, Covid's not that deadly anyway. Was it like nine? I got a ninety-nine percent survival rate. So one, you can't tell me what to do. Two, you're making up the uh, the danger of it. You're just trying to control me. So fuck off. And so the fact that we've had eight hundred thousand Americans die is either a lie, it's a myth, or someone's fudging the numbers. But and we've said this before. You cannot change someone's mind. They have their worldview, whatever you want to call it, and that's what they're operating from. And Maybe it would take literally a relative dying from COVID. I have no idea. But I think the point you're kind of trying to make is we're dealing – we have a lot of people – is it the fact that they're uneducated? Some of them follow Trump. Some of them are just like to cause trouble or whatever. But we'll have people who will go on denying this, and we're probably going to hit a million deaths uh, before uh, the next year's out, but they will go on tonight and they're going to keep on living their lives and endangering the rest of us. And it does get very frustrating after two years that we're still dealing with this.
1: Yeah, well, that's my next point is I've mm. reached the point now where I have zero patience with these morons,
0: <laughs> And that's probably For the last.
1: Two yeah. years, uh, you know, I've tried through this show and other platforms to, mm-hmm. and on Facebook, social media, to try and educate these people about how science works. Right. You know, being sceptical is good, but you have to be able to base your scepticism yeah. on facts and science and data and research. But I've given up. I've, I've reached the point of, when, you know, and this is what, Joe, when they start threatening uh, politicians locally. We've had death threats against our politicians and also our our medical professionals. That's One of the politicians in Victoria, his daughter got uh, mugged and beaten up just outside of her house. And her father believes, who's a politician, believes it was his support for some of the pandemic laws because he'd been receiving threats from people about it. Mm -hmm. When you start doing that, yeah, fucking, or yeah. you are part of any sort of group that is involved in that. Uh, when it's over, this I draw the line. Now, look, you know me; I'm I'm all for revolution. I'm all yeah. for supporting the people rising up, getting our pitchforks, and overthrowing the the rich and the elite and the psychopaths. Yes, but not just violence for stupid reasons. You know, when you're you're attacking our frontline medical professionals or the the medical administrators who have been working their asses off for the last two years to try and keep us safe and working crazy hours, working, yeah, dying and dying. Yeah. Yeah. If you're associated with that in any way, shape or form, I have zero tolerance for you. And I'm, you know, I've gone on social media from going, well, I think maybe you should look at it this way to going, you're an idiot. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear from you. Don't right. waste my fucking time. You're not worth listening to. You don't have a case. You're an right. idiot. Like at this stage, if you haven't figured it out, you're yeah. either just a complete fucking moron, or you mm-hmm. just don't want to understand it. You've just decided and there is you know, that you've got a cognitive bias. You just refuse yes. to understand. And I just yeah. I've, I've lost yeah. all patience with these people. Was
0: there? Was there a Kurt Russell movie in the 70s or 80s where they put a giant wall around New York and just throw all the people in? Just all the people that who won't play by the rules. Like
1: pliskin my friend. A oh, from right. New I, couldn't, York.
0: I couldn't remember that. No. Yeah, let's just build a giant wall around somebody. And if you don't get the COVID shot, yeah. you go in. And hey, you know, good luck. We hope everything works out well for you. It probably won't, but good luck i mean it's to, so for me it's it's, got into, it's getting to right, getting to that
1: right harris is advocating concentration camps for yes uh, the yes you, you never thought you would <laughs> never thought you would hear
0: that huh but uh, mm. no i mean just i i uh we get a text every day. A uh, new person in Kiki's school has gotten COVID. Her boyfriend had COVID. He was literally, even though he's like a 17-year-old kid, he was on his ass for three weeks. Really? I mean, COVID wow. kicked his ass. And we were nervous for a while there. Uh, yeah. My family in South Carolina, there's always someone, the latest you know, email or latest phone call. I mean, this shit's real and it's not stopping. And, and I just don't get how people can still dismiss it, but they can.
1: And the thing is now, if you're dismissing it, uh, and you're actively promoting bullshit uh, mm-hmm. COVID conspiracy stuff, right? Uh, you are a public health nuisance. Yes, there's no, public there's that enemy. stuff. That, yeah, you are you a public health you're a public enemy. Exactly. Yeah. you are. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not advocating concentration camps, but I am yeah. advocating harsh measures. In right. that you don't get, you're not allowed to polite society anymore. Mm-hmm. You're basically the equivalent. Of somebody walking around naked, covered in feces uh, and flies, you're just a public health nuisance. And exactly, uh, you're either batshit crazy, and we should put you into an institution to work on your mental health, or Mm -hmm. we're just going to slam the door shut on you. And I got no qualms about it. People go, "Oh, well, it's creating a two-tier society." No, it's not. It's not creating a two-tier society. You're creating it. Your fucking idiocy is creating the two-tier society. You're a fucking idiot, and I don't care what degrees you've got. I don't care what job you've got, how much exactly. money you've got,
0: what you've if, read. You,
1: if you can't figure, if you haven't figured it out by now, right. that a it's real, and b all of the world's major medical and scientific bodies are telling us it's real, and here's what we yeah. need to do about it. If, and, and if you haven't worked out that it's not about you, it's about protecting society, it's about protecting our healthcare system, it's about protecting the elderly, it's about yes. protecting the immunocompromised, it's about protecting the children who, if they get it, even if they may recover, may have long-term, long COVID symptoms. We really don't Absolutely. If you haven't worked all that out yet and accepted that, then you're the fucking problem. Right. And I, you know have no tolerance for your fucking bullshit.
0: Is it a matter of time? I mean, let's, cause you and I know, well, let's be honest. Um, the new variant is here. There's been a bunch of reports in America. Obviously they're still studying this thing, but they're saying um, it will give it enough time and it will take over from Delta. And there's a lot we don't know. And because we don't know as far as, um, does it spread faster? Is it more deadly? We need to be very caref- careful because we're still learning this stuff. But let's say it's three years, it's four years, it's five years, and we're still having the same conversation. I mean, I, th- I think for those people, it's not a matter of time. It's not a matter of having a spouse die. I think they believe what they believe in as, as part of identity politics, and they're not going to change, which is scary as hell because... Again, this is the ultimate test about do you believe in science? This isn't faith. This isn't God. This is literally people are dying all over the world and you still don't believe. And so I don't know what to do with that. But but you and I know this is going to go on for years because if you've got 30%, 30, 40% of your nation refusing to get a vaccine, the virus isn't going anywhere. And we'll just keep having this conversation.
1: I don't think it's – well, I don't know. I know it's a lot higher in your country still. In yeah. Australia, we're at we're 90% vaccinated now. Wow. That's um, incredible. As a country. I mean, we've got right. – Queensland's not quite there yet. I think we're 80-something percent. We're still working on 90. Good. Uh, but, you know, we, you know, didn't have the virus at all in Queensland for most of the last two years. We've started to get more now as we've opened up our borders this week. Right. Uh, we expect it's going to be running rampant. But, um, you know, it, 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 so it's, I think there's about 10% of the population here that in surveys are saying they don't intend to get vaccinated. Right. Um, and that's a problem. So we've got 10% of society that are stupid, basically. Uh, I mean, yeah. plus the Christians. I've got another story about that coming up here. There's a lot of stupidity, right. a lot of levels of stupidity. But this is; these are the dangerous, stupid people. The Absolutely. most, and some of them are Christian, and they they fall into several camps, from what yep. I can tell. The 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 COVID idiots, they're either you know the crazy end of the Christian, the really crazy end of the Christian spectrum. Um, God doesn't want me to get vaccinated, kind of bullshit. Sure. Um, sure. You've got the you've got the QAnon crazies. That are mm-hmm. like, this is all part of a global attempt to bring in a new world order and take away people's rights, which is hysterical, as I've said many times on the show before. Like, oh, so you think that China's Communist Party and, you know, uh, the EU governments and Australia and the United States yeah. and Japan and Cuba have all got together, and Russia have all yeah. got together. And agreed yeah. on some global plan for domination and and they're like, Yeah, no, that makes yeah. sense to me.
0: Sure. That I, and the holy trinity. Trinity yeah. makes perfect sense. Ironically, this is the only thing all the world governments could agree on, which was to take freedom away from all their people. Strange, I know, but yeah. but, but, but true. But true.
1: And why are they doing it? Oh, for the big pharmaceutical companies. Oh, so China. Yeah, wants to support the big American and European pharmaceutical companies. For what reason exactly? How does that benefit China? Well, they've got their own big pharmaceutical companies. Right. Right. So China's doing it for their own big pharmaceutical companies.
0: Yeah. Well, you're forgetting that China released this. First in a Wuhan lab, so Ooh. it's a it's a deep game. It's a deep, deep game. game they're playing. Deep, deep yeah.
1: game. You wouldn't understand too. There's like the Holy <laughs> Trinity. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> don't even try to understand. Don't
0: even try to explain it to me. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> and uh, you know, it just makes so you got the QAnon crazies. Then you've got, I mean, like yeah, I think you've got the people that are, um, I don't know, just like. Unhealthily skeptical conspiracy theory, which sort of crosses over into the QAnon camp. Oh, then you, sorry, then you, then you got the neo-Nazi camp. Oh, okay. You got the neo neo Nazis are behind, according to research that's been done, are behind a lot of the protest marches here Mm. and in the US and in Europe. Um, And you know, the 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 neo Nazis will pull on anything to try and disrupt society. A bit like uh, the Russians, uh, if you believe it, to be, uh, uh, have been doing with a lot of the disinformation campaigns to try and destabilise the US. They'll, pull, they'll, they'll grab on, latch on to any issue which can mm-hmm. potentially be used to divide society and just throw petrol at it because they're trying to break down the, the fabric of democracy, the fabric of society. Right. So you got, you got the QAnon crazies, the Christian crazies and the neo-Nazi crazies um, all coming together. Uh, over right. a common issue, which is you can't tell me what to do. We we reject right. your authority. We reject your democracy. We reject your science.
0: Yeah. And they're being supported to a degree by right-leaning politicians because this is a good get for them. This is a good issue. This is something that can hopefully, put, at least as far as in America, put them back in power. And so, again, this is almost like the Titanic is heading right for the iceberg and you've got two pricks in the front arguing over who's going to sit in the captain's chair. It really doesn't fucking matter, but uh, you can take any event and, and the politicians will still look at each other and go, how can I use this crisis to my advantage? Uh, it's well, just so, true. Yeah. Yeah, but you
1: know, it's true in your country. In this country, there are no major politicians um, supporting oh, the crazy side of this. Right. There's a lot of debates around... You know, how long should a lockdown be and whether or not there should be mask mandates for this long or that long. But Mm -hmm. but all of our major parties, so the Liberal National Coalition have supported lockdowns and mandates and vaccines at various stages, continue to do it at various stages, continue to support the vaccine, that's for sure. The Labor government as well, it's in opposition federally. But then we have supported it. The the in the various states we have a combination of liberal and labor. They all have implemented versions of mandates and lockdowns and, and right. vaccines and that kind of stuff. There's a lot of again argument over the minutia of you know when should we come out, what level of vaccination should we have, and all that kind of stuff. But we do have some really crazy, you know, two or three really crazy far right uh, people that are mm-hmm. uh, 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 part of the conspiracy. You know, fucking noise, but right. they're you know crazies. They're always on the fucking crazy side of the thing. But our major, all of our major parties are are, are on board here. Um, but this gets me something. You know, I've, I may have talked to you about this before. Recently, I've been trying to. I've been developing this theory for a while. I've been trying to right. write. I think it might be my next book. It's it's something I've been I've noticed over thirty years, but it's really been gelling for me recently. -hmm. You know, over the course of the last 30 years, I've had lots of debates with lots of people on lots of different topics. Yeah. Ranging from the non existence of free will um, through to, you know, the history of Christianity Mm -hmm. through to the role of the US in global geopolitics during the Cold War the right. role you know the role of 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 stalin and castro uh, uh and people like that in the Cold War, ho chi Minh, the role of hitler hitler's motivations for what he did like uh, everything right all yeah. sorts of yeah. stuff as you know Cuba. wide yeah. ranging things and there are what i've noticed is there are a lot of common, right through to anti vaxxers and covid conspiracy nuts right? right and and gun 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 nuts gun laws and all this kind of stuff there are common elements when I get into debates with these people mm-hmm. um, that I've noticed. Co- there's a common approach that they take in trying to debate me on these things. And it, it right. basically takes a form like this I will, they will make a statement. I will mm-hmm. see it online or they'll say it to me in person. That is, I think, complete nonsense. They'll make a claim, which is spurious. Right. I'll, Present evidence that refutes their claim, mm. then their response will fall into one of two, one of two or three things. It will always be, well, you can't, you can't believe that site or that source of evidence. Right, they're, 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 you can't trust them. They're bullshit. They don't actually refute the facts and the data. They just, they just attack say, the source of the data. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's you just can't. you can't trust. Yeah. Them. That's just stupid. Right, right. Can't believe that. Right, or they will uh, say, well, they'll, they'll attack me personally. It's an ad hominem. Right. Um, right. Either outright saying you're an idiot or the one that I get a lot from, you know, people who know that it's pretty hard to get away with calling me an idiot, they'll use it's this one. Oh, come on, Cameron, you're, you're smarter than that.
0: Right. Put it back on you. You should feel guilty for being stupid for even believing that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's, it's a
1: sneaky ad hominem. It's like you're right. smart, but you're smarter than that. You shouldn't yeah. believe that. Again, they're not a, they're not addressing the facts or the data. Right. So they're either yeah. attacking the source, or they'll attack me. Yeah. Or the third one that they'll do is, uh, and you get this a lot with the conspiracy theorists, is they'll ignore my refutation of their claim mm-hmm. and they will just start throwing other claims and other sources. Watch this right. three-hour YouTube video. Well, what about this then? And what about yeah. that? And I go, well, hold on. I always do this. Yeah. I, like, I got this, got into this on LinkedIn with a guy recently, a guy I've known for 25 years, up until a couple of weeks ago, thought he was a smart guy. He made a claim on LinkedIn about, covid and ivermectin and japan and stuff and i pointed out that it it was refuted his claim mm-hmm. and he just started attacking my source then he started attacking me right. and then he started uh just throwing up different claims about different things what about this what about that and i said hold on let's go let's stick with the yeah. first thing here right step you on. made a claim this source refutes it you know, what's your response to that? What, where, what's your source for your claim? Yeah. And then he just, but he would, wouldn't address it. He kept just, spit, you know, throwing other stuff. Don't, you know, I don't, you don't know my story, and you don't know what my family's been through. And I go, I'm not interested <laughs> in any just? of that, quite frankly. Right. Let's just stick <laughs> with the thing here, right? Stick the with premise. My, yeah, you, you made a claim. I refuted the claim. Let's drill into that. I'm not going to address, and I say this to people in emails a lot because they'll send me you know, emails with all these sort of bullshit stories on Facebook. Right. If I look at one claim that you make and I can refute it in 30 seconds yeah, and I point that out to you and you don't deal with it in right. either, one of several ways. You can either go, well, actually, I think your refutation is wrong because it uses this source of data and this source of data has been compromised or it doesn't yeah. map with this source of data Something and I think logical. this source of data is superior because, you know, this is, right. you know, the, the, the you know, background behind it or whatever. If you just ignore the refutation or try and spin off, I'm not going to pay any attention to anything else you say. I'm not going to look yeah. at any of your other claims. Race if the, the first thing I look at is yeah. easily refutable and you can't deal with that, you can't address that, I'm not right. going to go playing fucking smacking gophers on the head all day right. long. Right? It's a waste of time. You've demonstrated to me that you have zero intellectual integrity. Mm-hmm. If you put forward bullshit story and then it gets refuted and you can't deal with that. The other way of dealing with it, by the way, is go, oh, shit, I was wrong. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much for oh, pointing I'll that take a out. I'll yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you for that. Uh, I obviously <laughs> should have probably checked right. my data before I did that. Um, I'll, 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 you know, take that down or I'll post a, a thing, a follow-up to say that wasn't a good story or whatever it is. Okay, that's right. acceptable because we, we fuck up. We, I've posted shit yeah. before without yeah. fact-checking it, I'm sure, and, you know, whatever. I don't have a problem with that. But if you can't do one of those things, what it tells me is you have no intellectual inter- integrity and, B, right. you're an intellectual lightweight. You have no integrity and you're a lightweight.
0: Right. Or instead of um, my body, my choice, you're basically being handed my brain, my decision, my interpretation, my belief, my whatever. And I don't want to hear anything you say unless you agree with me. I mean, it's. Yeah. The the truth cannot be individualistic, but for these people, it is.
1: But to get back to my point. So I see this same kind of tactic being used. Right. Right. Across all these different areas, like if I talk mm-hmm. to Democrats in the U.S. and I and I point out that um, Russia Gate was a beat up and there was no evidence that the the Trump campaign colluded with the uh, the Russians in any way, shape, or form in the lead up to the 2016 election, and that the Mueller report, do, you know, came to the same conclusion there was no evidence of collusion, they can't deal with that. They'll just start attacking me and go, yes. "You're an idiot if you don't believe that," and blah blah blah. If I talk to Democrats about all the bad things that uh, you know the US did geopolitically under Democratic mm-hmm. administrations, yeah. they Germany will again is. just just they can't yeah. they just can't can't handle off. that. Exactly. Dropping the A bomb, Truman yeah. dropping the A bomb, blah, blah 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 blah. They go oh, blah, blah, blah. They stick their fingers in their ears. They can't they just can't deal with it. Right. And similarly, if you talk to Republicans yeah. about uh, stuff that you know did happen under Trump, or, yeah. or you, uh, you know you, you you attack their narratives, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever it may be. Uh, again, they can't they can't deal with it. Or if you no, uh, one can. Uh, no the, the, you know, If if if, if well, I'm debating somebody about free will, and I say, well, not only is there no scientific evidence to support the theories of of free will outside of the laws of physics, all of the evidence that we have refutes the theory right. of independent free right people just can't deal with it they go well oh, but but what about this but what about that they they can't they don't deal with the evidence if i talk to christians about the evidence behind the bible or, or you know, the evolution of the bible and there's no evidence mm-hmm. again they can't deal with it they just you, know, you talk to anti vaxxers or covid conspiracy covidiots and all this kind of stuff they just can't Stick with the fucking data. They spin off into all yeah. these. And I see it all the time and everywhere. And it's so I've been trying to figure out what's going on. Like what, right. what's happening with these people? It, it, it crosses all domains mm-hmm. and all sorts of like from religious people to atheists. But it I do think what a my my fear, and I haven't fleshed this out yet, but I think what's sure. happening is. These are all issues that relate to the identity of the person.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I think you're right.
1: In they have crafted an identity for themselves that is, I'm, a, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a Democrat. I'm yeah. a Republican. I'm, you know, whatever anti-vaxers call themselves. Right. Um, you know, i am am a, I'm a. I, I'm, a, I'm a free thinker. Yes. I'm a anti-authoritarian. Yes. I'm uh skeptic. Libertarian, I'm yes. a libertarian. Uh, yes. know, yeah, libertarian. you With the free will thing, it's a little bit different because you know, it's just I'm a I'm an independent human. That's their narrative that they have, that's their identity, is I'm that's our core right. identity the core identity most of us have is that i'm an individual I, you know i i i make my own choices i carve out my own path and so does everyone else and i don't mm-hmm. give a shit what the evidence is right and so attached with this these identities the problem with an identity is when you have when when, when you come up against evidence that challenges the right. basis of your identity in order to accept that evidence and take it on board, you are throwing away. It's threatening your very identity. Yes, yes, and there it's is a threat against my
0: life. There is nothing
1: more it. dangerous. Yeah, well, not yeah. your life. The second, the second most scary thing to people than an actual physical threat, I think, is a right. threat to their identity. Because who yeah. am I? If I'm not this identity, who am I if I'm no longer a Christian? You see this with people like, I've seen it with Chrissy and her family growing up Mormons in Utah and leaving when you're a, when you're part of a cult, like the Mormon church, particularly if you're in Utah, right? Where Mm. nearly everybody, you know, is a church member, your entire family is a church member or your friends are church members or your colleagues are church members, your customers, your, your bosses. Um, for you to and if you walk out of that, you know, cult members. If you leave a cult, they don't go. Oh well, good on you. You know, best of luck. Hope it goes well. Right. You know, keep in touch. Um, you broke the cardinal rule. Yeah. Yeah. They they consider you're evil now. You've been. Yes. You know, Satan yeah. has got a hold of you, and you you subjected to an enormous amount of peer pressure. Right. Uh, it's the same thing. Like, you know, I mean, I know you don't leave your house, but I've seen this happen with you in the last eight years that we've worked together. You've gone from being pretty much an all-American boy to mm-hmm. now you like,
0: eh, America, not so sure. Yeah. Right? Good points and bad points. Good points You don't
1: points. You don't leave the house much, so you don't get confronted with this, except when exactly. we interview guys I'm like safe. Richard Lim. Right. Yeah, by the way, I'm we've got here. we've got this guy coming on our Cold War show to talk about uh Formosa, uh um, right. Taiwan in a couple of weeks. You see my email about that? I think so. I sent him I sent him an email again. Oh, by the way, uh the last time we had a guest on the Cold War, uh, I made him cry by challenging <laughs> his bullshit statements. So just be warning. I'm going to ask questions. Don't come on thinking I'm not If you say something stupid, I'm going to challenge it, right? Right. And just be prepared. He goes, oh, okay, duly warned. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's very challenging if, if you're an American patriot, let's say, yeah. and then, you know, you're confronted with these facts about America. You know, that's a big, big thing to have to go through to give that up. Now, people do do it. And I've got a story about this in a minute. People do give up their Christianity or their patriotism, um, right? But it's very difficult. I think it does happen, but it's rare. Yes, it's rare and it's difficult. And but uh, but but why is it this way? Where people can't deal with facts if it it attacks their identity, and I think it's a combination of identity, and I think it's also tribalism. Mm -hmm. I think. You know, for hundreds of thousands of years, we belonged to a tribe. It was important that the tribe accepted us in the tribe because our yes. very survival depended on our being part of the tribe. Exactly. And we had to think our tribe was better than the other tribes. Yeah. If we didn't think our tribe was the best tribe, then,
0: you know, we point. would
1: probably get kicked out of the tribe. Yes. Uh, we would be tribe tribeless. Then you become a gypsy, uh, which is where the Jews came from, they think. Right. Uh, people without a tribe. Um, mm-hmm. So there, there is this deep, you know, evolutionary biology has given us this deep need to fit in with a tribe and to craft an identity for ourselves that fits into a particular tribe. Now, being part of a tribe, you know, obviously has changed over the last few thousand years. Yeah. The rise of, of, of uh, well... You know, the feudalism, you were then part of this dookie or, or this kingdom, mm-hmm. and you had to pick a side, and then we had the rise of the nation states, and you were part of a tribe of a nation. You yeah. had to believe your your nation was better than the other nation's. You know, Hurari in his book talks about uh, Christianity as being a force that brought together the world under a single religion so they could all believe that they were all part of this same tribe, but it fragmented into obviously different denominations and inside of those denominations, different factions and cults and all this kind of stuff. But we live in a world today where I think it's, it's simultaneously harder than ever... And easier than ever to belong to a tribe. Like today, what is it, you know, you, your tribe can be everything from a Star Trek fan club. Right. You, know, you sort of have, you still have sort of nation states and patriotism. Yeah. But inside of that, you, you have, have more. different tribes that you can find meaning we're looking for a sense of meaning in tribes right um how do i feel special how do i feel unique who's going to pat me on the back you're not getting patted on the back every day for being an american except maybe yeah. by other americans yeah. but you know what's the where's where do you find that special little tribe that you can be part of where you, you have your own thing and you, only your tribe has this special truth and Special importance and special meaning, right. which is how what the Jews were, which is what the early Christians thought of themselves as being. Um, special. And people still find that in these Christian, like the Mormons think they're super special. The Mormon thinks yeah. they're the chosen people, right? Yeah. Um, it's them against the world, that kind of thing. But I think outside of religion, people find it in politics to an extent um but also these other things well I'm an anti vaxxer that's a special right. little tribe Called I'm a elements, covid you know. I'm a covid denier that's a special yeah. tribe right Some of the tribes can be benign like I'm part of a Star Trek group or I'm mm-hmm. a, I don't know I'm part of a sporting club uh, or I'm part right. of a, I don't know I'm a chess nerd archery um,
0: group yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah but they probably don't think of themselves as particularly special, like we have the truth, like I'm part of a Kung Fu school. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're we part of a lineage of Kung Fu schools that there's a lot of, like uh, in, in martial arts, there's a lot of uh, my teacher, my lineage is better than your lineage kind right. of thing. Right, right. Cobra Kai style. Right. Um, we don't have that in my Kung Fu school, Good. but we do take God. a certain pride in the fact that our grandmaster is William Chung. William Chung was a direct student of Yip Man. William Chung was also he introduced Bruce Lee to Wing Chun and Kung Fu. Oh, he nice. was Bruce Lee's master. Uh, he right. taught Bruce Lee as well. Um, Who's his older brother? Really, Yip Man was his master. But so yeah, there's Wing some pride. There. There. Yeah, well, there's some. It's a, just a good story. We're like, fuck yeah. yeah, we're part of William Chung's direct lineage. Like he's yeah. still alive. He's in Melbourne. Our our teachers in our school. Uh, his students, like we've we've they've wow. studied with the guy that taught Bruce Lee. I mean, that's that's um, pretty fucking pretty yeah. fucking cool, right? Yeah. Uh, but we don't think of ourselves as better or really right. special, you know. We, we you know we think well, all the different schools are slightly different. They all have their own way of doing things. That's fine. Like yeah, yeah. it's not a Cobra Kai kind of thing.
0: Right, you don't go to other schools and rough them up in the parking lot then, you know. Like-
1: I, I keep I keep trying to encourage our school to do that. <laughs> Come uh, on, we can, Chrissy, take, them. We
0: can yeah, take them. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. As long as there's a montage of us training before that happens because if <laughs> 80s television shows and movies have taught me anything, yeah, anything. That you, you need to – Chrissy and I are always going on oh, about uh, – uh, yeah.
0: uh, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. You make it to the top. Bow. <laughs> Got to start at the bottom and you climb up slowly. Um, anyway,
1: but getting back to so this yeah. this 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 identity thing and this tribal thing uh, is what I've it down to, and and I think there's this. I call it a mind virus. I think there's this mm. thing in our brains mm-hmm. that pushes us to be part of a tribe, to find a tribe that makes us feel special, and then we're going to protect our membership of that tribe against all odds.
0: Yes, all comers. It's the membership of
1: the tribe that is important. It is our identity as being part of that tribe that's important. It's not the facts. It's not the data. Uh, That is, to me, the only explanation why people just cannot deal with facts and data and logic yeah. with this stuff. They just block their ears, push it away, because it's challenging their membership of the tribe. And by <laughs> and and by yeah. that, challenging their, their their
0: very identity. Their very existence, exactly. I, I thought you were going to go in a different direction. I thought you were going to take tribalism and um oh shoot, I can't remember what the other thing was. Uh but but tribalism and It's so extreme now. If you and I got into a debate and you won, um, I can picture the average American getting so fucking angry that they would probably take a swing at you. It's like, what's the worst that's going to happen if you and I debate slavery and you win the debate? And I go, you know what? I I can see your point. Am I dead? Is my life over? No, You, you, your idea was superior to mine or you, you did a better job of defending it. But you're right, because it's wrapped up in identity, I would literally have to do anything I, ha- I had to do in order to not lose this argument, even if it's take a swing at you. It doesn't matter that my idea is inferior to yours. They literally cannot let it go. And so it is truly on that um, life or death scale, or at least that's how it seems for a lot of Americans, because we get pissed over the tiniest little things if you don't agree 100% with us and it just seems to be getting more and more extreme each day. And so, yeah, I I think with everything you just said, and then just pour on a whole bunch of extremism and you've got America and probably other places uh,
1: too. I think, I think you, you're making a good point about accepting the facts. So, and I talked about this in the psychopath book, but uh, it went in my section there on conspiracy theories, but, Mm -hmm. uh, 30 years ago, 20 20 25 years ago, I don't know, something like that. I I made a decision for myself that I was going to be driven by facts. So my mm. identity uh is the, the one I've tried to craft for myself is that I don't I what I care about is the facts right. and, and creating a cohesive narrative based on the facts. I don't care where it lies. Right. Yeah, it, it's rel- about the facts. Yeah, my, my religion is the facts, right? That's yeah. it. Because I I want to know the facts and I want to try and build a narrative based around supportable evidence that's supported by facts. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of think of it as a scientific approach to the world, not just to, mm-hmm. to classical science stuff, but on politics and philosophy and history, whatever. It's it's a scientific uh approach to it. Right. And but there's not there's not really a tribe behind that. I mean, maybe science in a way is sort of a tribe, but it's not really. Um, atheists are a kind of a tribe, but not really. Uh, I I, I want to. Th- you know, I'm thinking about how do we create a tribe that's based on facts and evidence and science.
0: Yeah, mm. that, that
1: crosses all domains. That, that, that yes. that's sort of where we we get it. We should have a cool little logo, right and 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 you know a handshake, and in oh. a, a clubhouse in a, a tree. Apparently, a, ideally a treehouse. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, that is about yeah. facts. You know, right? Cold hard facts. That's all yeah. we care about. We don't care whether that makes us a Democrat or Republican or a Labour or yeah. Liberal what, or what works, a Conservative or an Anarchist or a Progressive or exactly. you know, Communist capitalist. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, what we care about is facts. That's what we attach ourselves to. That's mm-hmm. what we get passionate about is getting the facts and creating then a narrative yeah. based on the facts, right? And whoever has the best facts and the wins. best narrative yeah. that that is built from those
0: wins. Yeah. Exactly. We we follow that. Yeah. You you need a cool name like The Truth Club not good enough, but it's a start. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, like a first step, but you need a cool last name for your organization. Yeah. Is it, is it a, is it a cult? Is it an organization? Is it a debating society or whatever? But uh, something like that is desperately needed. Just facts. Just the facts, ma'am.
1: Speaking of the facts, yeah. um, Christians hate my film. Uh, we know that, <laughs> um, but I've, right. I, I write a, I've written a couple of blog posts about this, but again, this is the same thing. If I look at the reviews for the film in Amazon Prime and on YouTube, yeah. um, you know the Christians are just, just, just—they don't debate yeah. the content of the film. They don't debate the facts, new no. the interpretations of the facts. No, it's no. like the host is an arrogant, snide idiot. He's not funny. Uh, he wears whiter-than-white sneakers, <laughs> and the scholars are a bunch of frauds who don't oh, know anything about anything. Jesus. That's the standard one-star right. review in Amazon Prime. There's no intelligent discussion or debate or dissection or, yeah. of the content. It's exactly. just insults. Piece by piece, breaking it down. It's just insults. That's yes. their approach, That's all which they Hilarious. Like, oh yeah, that's yeah, that's all they've got is just insults. They go, they're I Christians, mean, supposedly, brotherly love, peace, and right. harmony. Turn the other cheek. But no, it's just straight up insults. And oh, why don't you go make one about Muhammad? See how that works out for you, then right. motherfucker. That's their other <laughs> right. standard response.
0: Yeah. Um sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah. But here's the other thing I wanted to note is yeah. uh from time to time, I have seen a couple of Christians have either uh, written an in-depth blog post or YouTube or sent me emails where they go into lengthy criticisms of me and the film. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is as soon as I reply to them in any way, shape or form, politely as I do, and I go, well, uh, let me address these issues here, blah, 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 blah. Yeah they they immediately turn on a dime. They always start off angry, vituperative, venomous, attack mode. Right. As soon as I go, well, actually, uh, thank you for watching the film. First of all, I appreciate that. I do encourage more Christians to watch it, and I appreciate mm-hmm. any feedback from Christians that's re- that made the film because we wanted to encourage more conversation about these things. Let me address your issues. They turn on a dime. They're like, oh, shit. Like a guy sent me this email, the whiter-than-white sneakers guy. He was like, oh. Um, didn't expect you to reply, but you'd be afraid um, yeah. in retrospect. Um, maybe I was a little bit harsh. Maybe I need to rethink oh. my position on it. I've got that half a dozen times now. Via uh, all of these people, if they, if they, because I can't reply to an Amazon review, I sure. do reply to YouTube reviews, but I don't think they ever see them. But if it's on a platform where I can respond right. in depth, right. every time they go, Oh, oh, shit, I just thought I was spitting into the wind here. Uh I better yeah. I better. I one guy took his angry blog post review down a couple of weeks ago after I replied to him oh, because wow. oh shit, you're right. That wasn't very Christian of me. Um I may I'm gonna take it down. I'm gonna rethink my response to it and do it in a more uh you know gentlemanly style or something right. i think that's right. fascinating like they're all yeah. piss and vinegar and angry and blah blah blah, ranty ranty until you are still like it's what i always tell my kids about bullies best way to yeah. deal with a booty is to stand up to them christian bullies that's what i've been finding i yes. stand up to christian yeah. bullies and they go oh shit you're actually it, gonna fight back okay yeah, i better uh they're not back expecting off.
0: exactly yeah get, get, Let me ask you a quick question. If you had come out with your film, and it was you and all these experts, and you pretty much just said collectively, you know what? We just don't know. There's a lot we don't know. There's a lot that's been lost. There's a lot that we really can't trust the church on. And I don't mean in a bad way, just because of humans being humans, but we really don't know a lot about the origins of Christ and and the Bible. And you just left it at that. You would probably still be attacked. Because of all the things you said earlier about this is their identity. If you don't agree with it 100%, you are the enemy and you should be called every name in the book. And again, it goes back to the extremism. People cannot handle any criticism about anything that is a part of what makes them who they are. It's too much. And I I don't know, but I'm I'm glad you got a couple of people went, oh, maybe I was a little too harsh on that because – you were you treated them with respect and dignity, as opposed to getting on there go, oh yeah, well fuck you too. You, you know you handled it like an adult, and I think they were surprised by that.
1: And actually, the film pretty much did do exactly what you said. That was the yeah, film okay. I was like, listen, we really don't know. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing, like it amuses me, they say I was arrogant in the film and snide, and, and I'm like, I no. tried my hardest with that <laughs> film to be nice and gentle. You know what like, I'm like. I mean, yeah. I, and I, I get criticism that I wasn't hard enough on them. I tried to be really yeah. gentle because I wanted Christians to be able to watch it without turning off. In yeah. the first place. Yes, there's some humor. Yes, we joke around a little bit, but it's not mean. There's a, as I said to this guy in the email, right. there's a big right. difference. He's like, well, why did you take this humorous tone? That's offensive. And I'm like, no, it's Humor. There's a difference yeah. between being mean Sarcastic. and having some fun. Exactly. If people can't handle a little bit of fun, if they can't have no. a laugh about it, then seriously, that's their fucking problem. That's not yeah. my problem. If you can't have, have a laugh problems. about it, exactly. you got big fucking issues. That's not
0: my <laughs> issue, right? Yeah. Um, and you were respectful with all your guests. I mean, you're just, you know, when you're talking to them. So that that's a bullshit accusation.
1: Uh, except for the bit when I made fun of the guy for saying that. It's like saying Santa Claus wasn't real. I'm going, yeah, it's because he's not real. Uh, I I pointed it out. It was a little bit mean, but that was it. He did say it was mental masturbation, so I thought he deserved a kick. Um, (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of Christians, uh, Christianity dropping like a stone in the U.S., and I I take credit for it, Um, (laughs) according to the latest Pew Research Center report, Self-identified right? Christians make up 63% of the US population in 2021, down from 75% just a decade ago. Damn. Damn. Still way too high. We've still got yes. a long way to go, but it's a massive decline. Yeah. And it was only a decade before that. I think it was around 90%. So, right. yeah, we're going in the right direction. You like, we're, we're slowly getting America out of Christianity.
0: Right. Do you know anything about any other countries, or would it be fair to say that America is more religious than other countries? I really don't know numbers on any other countries.
1: Um, Yeah, I have done the stats. Um, I think Australia is is roughly about 60% as well. Mm -hmm. Let me just look it up. Uh, did it, what percent of Australia is Christian in 2021? Fifty-two point one percent identified themselves as Christians. There you go. So a bit less than right. the US. Do you yeah. have
0: any theories um, why America's number of faithful are falling? Is it just as well, yeah, it's, obvious,
1: it's obviously the influence of Satan, right, uh, oh. making his way well, into no, society. No,
0: because if Satan's real, then God's real. So come on. I need you to do something.
1: Mm, yeah, but Satan's making them not be a Christian
0: and right. worship him instead. You know? So they're Satanists. So they still believe yeah, in something, it's just not Jesus. Uh, okay. Like
1: Trevor Bell, who runs the okay. Church of Satan here. He's the okay. lawyer for the Church of Satan yeah. in Queensland. Okay. Yeah.
0: No, I was just trying um, to think... No, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I think it's
1: I, I I think it's the internet is what it is. I think ah, the internet in the last twenty years. Right. Access to information, access to arguments, access to porn. No, probably not. Yes, access to information. Yeah. I know. Right. Certainly with the Mormons as an example. Uh, you know, when Chrissy was growing up in Utah, they were mm-hmm. they were told not to read certain books. And those books weren't available in bookstores or libraries. It was very difficult right. to get books that criticized the church or the church's history or any of that kind of stuff, or Christianity <sighs> in general. Yes. Um, very hard for them to do that to the internet. So it's very easy if you if you've got doubts, as yeah. people always do, and you jump on, you go, Is the book of Mormon real? Boom, you just <laughs> all of a sudden you're <laughs> in that fucking rabbit hole, man. Of <laughs> I'm everyone do research. just pulling it
0: apart. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah,
1: it's, it's access to information. I think is, okay. is basically it, and also probably uh, better education, rising levels of education. People are getting educated in science and facts and reason and logic and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, yeah. it's not helping the COVID idiots, but it's uh, helping religious people around the world. Uh, there's there's always been a direct correlation between levels of education and uh, fundamentalism. Obviously, so gotcha. right. Um, you know, we going. need to keep that up. Yeah, keep that up. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, look, I don't have a lot of time. i got to go to my Italian class, but I just mm. did want to touch on a couple of things I posted in their Facebook group recently, stories about Putin conspiracy theories in China. I'll go back to the China mm. one. Um, I found this, uh, so, I don't know, somewhere, but it was a great uh, demonstration of how the New York Times smears China. Two mm. stories in the New York Times, um, only a month apart. Oh, one's late October 2021, one's December, uh, December 6 2021. Right. Um, the, the October one, talking about the US, says FDA clears first coronavirus vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds. Mm -hmm. Uh, The shot could bring relief to parents anxious about their children getting sick, though some experts worry that those most at risk may slip through the cracks. And there's a lovely photo of a kid sitting calmly, parent there with it, putting his hand on the shoulder, doctor or nurse giving the kid an injection in the arm, very peaceful, very happy, everyone looks good about it. Nice story about kids getting vaccinated. That's the October 29th, 2021 article. In the uh, December 6th article, also the Mm. New York Times, in its war on COVID-19, China calls on little inoculated warriors, is the headline. Mm. The country regards children as crucial in its quest for herd immunity, but some parents worried about the vaccine safety are pushing back much more contentious uh, subtitle yes. there. And the photo is of a kid screaming <laughs> while somebody's got their hands over his eyes, nose, and mouth yeah. while he's being injected by a couple of doctors. Very terrifying yeah. photo here the with a man. headline that talks about warriors and about parents pushing tank. back and parents' concerns. Yeah. Yeah. Two very different approaches to basically the same story about getting kids vaccinated. Just clear as fucking day demonstration of how the New York Times, uh, the difference in how it handles, you know, an American story and a story where it wants to add to the demonization of China. Jesus.
0: Yeah. 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 No, I do, And over here, it's America. It's paradise. We're, we're lovingly looking after our kids over there. The Chinese government are somehow being cruelly are cruelly forcing them to. I don't know. The whole thing is just it's just bullshit. So, again, the average American looks at that article and goes, look at those dicks, those cruel Chinese masters over there treating their people like crap. Why can't they be more like us? So, again, just setting them apart from us. Um, so one day when the war comes, we won't ask any questions.
1: The other story, just to wrap up, um, yeah. I saw this on Paul Robinson's Irrationality uh, Irrationality, Irrationality blog. Uh, Paul mm-hmm. Robinson's a professor at the University of Ottawa. He writes about Russian and Soviet history. Mm. Um, he's written some books, uh, good books, and he's uh, writes a good blog, Irrationality. Right. He wrote this article uh, the other day called Breen, Braun, and Putin's Brain. <laughs> And um, basically he's just pointing out some of the crazy narrative that's going on in the Western media at the moment about Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's this one criticism. I think it's the Ottawa Citizen is a news, local newspaper of his that he's uh, quoting It's talking about something going on with Moscow and the Ukraine, and it finishes with this sentence or two. Mm -hmm. Russia's domestic intelligence service was accused by its Ukrainian counterpart Monday of waging information warfare after Mm. it said it had arrested 106 supporters of a Ukrainian neo-Nazi youth group for planning attacks and mass murders. The Federal Security Service said that two of those held had planned attacks on educational institutions. And he writes, Damn those Russians arresting neo Nazis who plan to attack schools. How dare they? (laughs) Um,
0: Is that why there are 90,000 Russian troops on the Ukrainian border?
1: uh, Yes, to stop the. No, it's because they're trying to stop NATO from coming into. Russia,
0: gotcha. Uh,
1: but he talks about this article that's been doing the rounds recently. Vladimir Putin recently talked about how um, just after the collapse of the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. he was forced to drive taxis at night just to make ends meet for a wow. while. Wow! And he's basically saying, "Look, you know, I understand what it's like when you're doing it tough. You know, I, yeah. I, I had to drive taxis for a while when everything collapsed. It was tough. Didn't like it, but I had to do it." This is somehow being turned by um, a guy called Joseph Breen into uh, some sort of propaganda campaign that Putin's running. Uh, He interviewed a guy called Oriel Braun, who's a professor at the University of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Basically, they're trying to say that, oh, this is the quote from Braun, one can assume that Putin did not just make these remarks off the cuff The effect is subtle, but by reflecting on the indignity of the collapse of Soviet society, Putin is whipping up support for his campaign against Ukraine to deny it has a legitimate national identity separate from Russia's, but rather as a construct of the West destined to be reclaimed just like Russia's imperial influence. And Paul writes, you can see it, right? Putin says I drove a taxi, but what he really means is let's invade Ukraine. Makes complete (laughs) sense, huh?
0: (laughs) If it does, I don't, uh, I don't see it, but that's just me. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. He,
1: he, he writes here, it's good. Um, In a previous post, I mentioned various principles for writing a bad article about Russia. This includes making stuff up, quoting what others have claimed without mentioning that their claims are dubious or even wrong, and citing only sources that fit your chosen narrative. Here we have them all. Mm. And I think that's a really that's a really good summation of oh, you know every not just the Russia stuff or the China stuff but all the crazy shit I was talking about earlier the COVID conspiracy right. nutters anti vaxxers the whole thing when, when they're tailoring their stories to support their narrative it, it just speaks of cognitive bias right. they're trying to push an agenda they're not really there. and the, the, like the COVID guys the conspiracy nuts are always like they're always criticizing everyone else for yeah lack of uh, not understanding the science and doing their own research and not being able to think independently when really um, they're the ones that are doing that. They've got cognitive bias. Yes. I have to go to an Italian class. All right. We'll be back next time with Afghanistan. Thanks Papa Bear for listening to me rant, getting that off my chest. Sure. That's what I'm here for.